Hey there, welcome back to She Speaks Life. I am so excited you are here listening to this episode. And I want to remind you that I did start doing solo episodes that God has been putting on my heart for a while. And I know if you're not doing something that the Lord has said to do, it's well, basically disobedience. So I am so happy to let you know I've got one episode that I aired last Tuesday. I'll have another one coming up next Tuesday. And I just pray that these episodes will strengthen our faith and increase trusting in Him as we follow His plans and purposes for our lives. And also to let you know that the Serenity Journal, Calm Your Soul, Strengthen Your Spirit, is 15% off plus free shipping using code VIP15 at checkout on my website, jamieelizabeth.com. The feedback of how much you guys are enjoying this journal is such a blessing to me, you guys. And for those of you who are wondering, what is she even talking about? Serenity is a personalized scripture journal where you write your name within the verse. It includes five topics to choose from with two weeks of scripture for each one for whatever season you're in, such as how to have more contentment, confidence, how to get out of loneliness, have hope and peace in your life. In addition, our journal prompts and an activation prayer to release your faith for whatever you are hoping God will do in and through your life. And Christmas is around the corner, you guys. Holidays are coming up. Take advantage of the sale and grab whatever you need. Okay, today I sit down with author and founder of More Mentoring, Nancy Lindgren. She runs an organization that's dedicated to mobilizing mentors with transformative courses and equipping them with tools and training for impactful mentoring relationships. We talk about her book called Mentoring Made Real, The Power of Authentic Connection. And you guys, if you're anything like me, then you know how much we need that spiritual mentorship in our lives, no matter what age we are and how we can be a mentor and be pouring into someone else's life as well. We cover everything on mentorship as Nancy reveals the four pillars of mentoring and it's so good. I love everything Nancy shares with us and I can't wait to implement this mentorship in my church. And if you're interested in that as well, the link is in the show notes and she shares at the end of this conversation. Okay, let's get to it. Here's my guest, Nancy Lindgren. Hey, Nancy, welcome to She Speaks Life. I'm so glad you're here today. Oh, thanks for having me, Jamie. I'm thrilled to be here today, too. Your message is incredible. I can't wait to dive in. We're going to talk about mentorship. And I don't think I've ever had anybody on here yet to talk about the impact and the meaning of mentoring others and those mentoring relationships and how essential it is as as women encourage and love each other well. So uh, I can't wait to dive into that further, but before we get started, I'd love for you to share your favorite scripture verse and why it's special to you. 
Mm, well, I love that question. And this verse really, as a young girl, became my life verse. And it's John 3.30. And it's John the Baptist talking about Jesus. But he says, he must become greater. I must become less. And another translation says, he must increase. I must decrease. And really, that's what I want my life to be about. I want to be pointing people to him. I want, you know, even in mentoring, it's not about me as a mentor. It's really about God. Um, and I remember a moment in time, probably 15 years ago, I was sitting with my daughter in the car at a red light. And I asked her this question, kind of a morbid question. But I said, <laughs> what do you think would go on my tombstone when I die? And I don't think I've ever asked my kids that question before. <laughs> Shock and factor. <laughs> I know. It's yeah. like, what is she going to say? Oh, she was yeah. an okay mom, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but the words that came out of her mouth so touched me. And she said, how great is our God? And I thought, that is what I want to be about. And it just was like, she got it. You know, yes. at least one out of the four of my kids got it. And yes. that was her response. So that really touched me. You know, I want, that's yeah. really what I want to be about. And she, she captured that. Oh, that's so sweet. I love that. See, I I love asking what people's favorite scripture verses because there's usually something that really makes us find out more about that person. And mm -hmm. so that's such a great story. And what a sweet daughter to take it back to Jesus, take it yeah. back to God, not something like, you know, you've done, you know, even though that's great, you leave in a legacy, you know, there's probably something, you know, you're probably thinking you'd hear, but for her to direct it back to the Lord like yeah. that. I yeah, mean, that really touched me. I just, yeah. Wow. I don't <laughs> know if she'd say that today or not, but <laughs> she did then. <laughs> yeah, that's so great. Yeah. So we are going to talk about mentorship. You are uh, a founder and CEO of More Mentoring, which is an organization that dedicates to mobilizing mentors and with uh, transformational courses and tools for them to get trained on how to be impactful and mentor uh, others well. And so you also wrote a book called Mentoring Made Real, The Power of Authentic Connection. And I think all of this is just so important when it comes to us women and how we can mentor well, or maybe we're in a situation where, gosh, I'm, I'm looking for a mentor. I know I've, I've got, um, you know, a younger daughter who, you know, looks for that mentor. And so either way, this story uh, is going to speak to both sides, mm -hmm. whether you're looking for a mentor or you've just have had this pull from the Holy Spirit on wanting to maybe mentor another woman or, um, and I really feel like it, it, I think we can get it confused. Tell me if I'm wrong, that we have to be older than the person, but really, I mean, we can mentor somebody the same age as us. Right. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so, um, anyway, I, I would love for you to start us off with why mentorship, why mm -hmm. this is so meaningful to you. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for, you know, just even asking that question because it is meaningful to me. And it really started back when I was in high school. So we don't have to be 50 plus to be a right. mentor, you know? Yeah. 
I had a really good friend whose mom passed away when she was a sophomore in high school and I was a senior in high school. Mm -hmm. And I just came alongside her and I didn't know what to do. I didn't have experience in that. I just sat with her. I cried with her. I let her talk it out. Um, I walked with her in that season. And to this day, she calls me a mentor, even though all those years ago, that word probably wasn't even around, you know? Right, right. Yep. But, you know, to think about someone walking with you, and that's really how I define a mentor, Mm. someone who walks alongside another and points them to Jesus. And so age really doesn't even have to matter all that much. It's You have to love Jesus and be willing to come alongside another person. And Mm. I think there's so much... um, fear out there of, I can't do this. I'm not qualified. You know, I don't know enough. I'll have the wrong answers. Well, back as a senior, I didn't have the right answers. You know, I didn't have advice, but I sat with her, sat with her in a really hard season. And I think that's so much of what a mentor is, is, you know, someone um, pointed this way. Thank you, Nancy, for sitting with me in the pit, you know, and a mentor often is that person. You're willing to go there with another person in the hard things and the great things that we Rejoice with those who rejoice and we mourn with those who mourn. And that's biblical. And I see that as what a mentor is. Mm, That's so great because I look back at the women I've mentored and it is walking beside them in the difficult times. That's exactly it. That You hit the definition so well. I love that. Okay. You uh, provide four pillars of mentoring, cultivating transformation through love, active listening, encouragement, and prayer. Mm -hmm. So I would love for us to kind of touch on each key point. I think this is just the foundation of it all. Mm, I do too. And you know, I'm a person that loves to keep it so simple. I think if we complicate it and make it really hard, no one is going to do this. Mm -hmm. And so I just love simplicity, but yet it's so powerful. And I've seen Mm -hmm. it in women's lives. They have said to me, this has changed my life. You know, so I've seen the transformation and it doesn't have to be hard. And so for those of you that are even considering being a mentor out there, you know, start with love. Start with loving another person. And maybe that feels a little bit strong or uncomfortable, but think about it as being empathy. You know, step in with them and sit with them or just being concerned or caring about what they care about. You know, maybe it's a mom with little kids and you step in and you love her kids and you you go to her the park with her kids and you sit and talk, you know, but you you care about what she cares about. And I think that's huge. And I think today women really need to be seen heard Mm -hmm. and known. And love encompasses that. They are going to feel so loved if they are seen, heard, and known. And so I think that's just kind of the bottom line. Jesus loved people really well. He had compassion Mm -hmm. for them. And I think that's how we start in these relationships. We really just care. And we look at what they're going through. And we Mm -hmm. really want to know and be interested in what they care about as well. Yeah. And I think it's important to fill ourselves up with God's love. Like if we're not connected in that personal relationship with the Lord and we're not filling ourselves up with God's love, it's going to be harder to be empathetic or compassionate or reach out to somebody else with love. So as we develop uh, our, you know, great love for God and, and, acknowledge how much he loves us and we're filled up with God's love, we can't help but in that outpouring to serve others and to share that love 
with women and to be there for them and and be a sacrifice, you know, take that time out during your day, sacrifice some of your your time for somebody else. And we can't do that without filling ourselves up with that godly love. Yeah. You're speaking my language, Jamie. Yeah. I love it because I talk about this. I I'm talk speaking about from experience. <laughs> I love it. Well, yeah. I really talk about the goal in mentoring is to fill up and pour out. And so yeah. we can't pour anything out. And you use that word overflow. We can't pour anything out unless we're filled up. And I even mm -hmm. have a cup sitting here because I love just sharing this visual. And it, you know, yes. it says mentor on it. I so mentors, it. you know, we fill up with Jesus every day. And yeah. we just let him pour into us. And then we can pour into someone else's cup that might be really yeah. empty. And so many times God has given me a scripture in the morning as I spend time with him and I keep my Bible open. And then throughout the day, as people contact me or I text someone, I'm just sharing a verse that God used in my life that day. So yeah. as I filled up with him, I pour it out. And it's amazing how many hundreds of times people have said how much that has meant to them. And so yeah. it's really not us coming up with something new. It's just every day we fill up with Jesus and we pour yeah. it out to others. Yeah, it's amazing what can happen in that quiet time, that time with exactly. the Lord. You have no idea what that prayer or that scripture verse that you meditated on or noodled on that that would carry over throughout your day or something during the week. I mean, it's just exactly. I love how God reveals like that. It's really cool when when you can see the the big picture sometimes of uh, what happens in your quiet time and, and what you study. Okay. So you go from love. Okay. Active listening. Wow. Active listening. I know. So important. <laughs> I can't even tell you how many times, and this is, uh, you know, not just outside the four walls of church. I mean, also inside church where you're having a conversation with somebody and you kind of see eyes drifting. You can see that they are not active listening mm -hmm. and they're nodding their head because somewhere along the line, you lost them. So <laughs> I really appreciate it when I'm having conversations with ladies and they are actively listening because they lock eyes with you. They're responding to what you're saying. So it ends up being a conversation, not just a monologue it becomes this dialogue yeah. so i love that you share about active listening so let's expand on that yeah well i think it's so biblical you know in the bible all you know there's many verses that talk about listen before you speak and mm -hmm. you know so leaning in and really listening to someone's heart i think instead of being ready with your next answer or be thinking about what am i going to say next like you said, look at their eyes and, you know, watch the expression, see when they're sad, see when they're happy, and maybe ask right. another question that takes them deeper into why are you feeling that way? You know, mm -hmm. so we're focused on them instead of us and, yes. and we lean in and we're paying attention to those things. And, and I always want to be coming back with, um, you know, the listening to remember so I can come back with another question to ask, or even the next time we meet, mm -hmm. you know, how did that go? You know, when you shared yeah. this, so she really knew that I was paying attention and, and oftentimes mm -hmm. I'm writing down because I can't remember very well anymore right. in my old age, you know, so I want to be writing down and remembering and being willing to, to go back to something that yeah. she shared. And I think that just means a lot to someone to know they've really been heard. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think that follow up is key. 
I mean, people light up. You know, I know I knew when somebody comes up to me and says, hey, you know, how is dropping your son off at college? I mean, people remembering where you left off in conversation really means a lot. And it goes back to women feeling, you know, seen, heard and known. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, love that active listening and being intentional with that and making sure we're respecting others and really taking in what they're saying and answering or asking questions is key too. And yes. it's not about you. And I yes. do love that asking the questions. Yeah. Moving on to encouragement. Mm-hmm. This is a biggie. And this is something that has, you know, really hit home with me and made it uh, an importance, uh, made it intentional in my life to encourage others because i know what it does for me and i'm no different than any other woman so let's hear about encouragement (laughs) well i love that word encouragement and you know it is a spiritual gift so some people have the spiritual gift of encouragement and it comes really natural and it just flows out of their life you know i have a relative in my life and she walks in the door and she's just so positive and encouraging and just life-giving you know it's just so natural for her but i I want to be around her all the time i do can you live here I know, but I have people in my life too, that it doesn't come as natural to, I think they have to work at it a little bit harder and we all can work in it. And Mm -hmm. so I think just being conscious of focusing on that other person and really the word encourage means to put courage within somebody else and courage. Mm -hmm. And so we're putting courage within them. We're focused on them. We're calling out the good that we see in them. Um, And we're just, we're focused on them instead of us. And I think we all need it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, even I think encouragement comes probably more naturally for me. And so I love to encourage people, but there's times like I ask the Lord for encouragement when I'm having a hard day or I'm just feeling discouraged. I ask him, God, would you just send someone to encourage me today? And he Mm -hmm. so often does, whether it's just a little text or a verse or something, but I just think we all need it, you know, and there's times where encouragement can mean we're just sharing our story or we're sharing a verse or we're sharing something uplifting or we're speaking life over someone. There's different ways to do it, but I think we all need it desperately. Yeah. You never know what that will do for somebody in their life. It could totally change their trajectory and, you know, head for something that they feel called to and your encouragement just gave them that, that boost to step forward in faith and do it. So yeah, you never know what those seeds do and uh, so important. And then uh, lastly, but probably the most important here is prayer. So let's hear about prayer. Absolutely. This is where I, you know, with mentoring, we call it prayer focused mentoring at our ministry. Anyway, that's what we want to be about. And it's a focus on God. It's not like the mentor has to come in and give all this great advice, you know, or wisdom. It's like we go to prayer when that woman is sharing these hard things. I'm not there going, here's your answers. One, two, three, here's how to change it. Let's go to God together. And so that has been the greatest encouragement of all when we seek God. God answer our prayers and he's at work and he encourages us through his scripture. That's where 
truly lives are transformed. And that's where I've heard this has changed my life. It's the prayer focused mentoring. And so I like to call it these four principles of prayer. And we look up, first of all, every time we pray together, we look up at God. We start with praise. We look at his attributes, his character. And I've written mentoring guides where I just kind of help people walk through this prayer time because sometimes it's hard. It's not always a natural thing to pray together. And some people don't have experience in that. Mm -hmm. um, so we start with praise and we look at a verse. Maybe it's God is faithful. And we look at a verse and we pray it and back to him and say, Lord, we love that you are faithful. And we just go back and forth and praise him for his faithfulness. And then our eyes go in and we look within and we take time to confess. And sometimes that's an awkward thing for people to confess out loud, but it is so freeing and truly it breaks chains. And, yeah. you know, it says in James 5, 16, to confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. And the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And so confession is really an important time, even though that can be not a natural thing. Right. The more we yeah. do it and get used to it and just confessing to God, but in front of another person, it really really is powerful. Mm -hmm. And then we take time to look around. So our eyes look around and we thank God. You know, really Thanksgiving changes us. We can't be anxious and thankful at the same time. Our bodies can't do it. And so I want to be a woman who is thankful more than she's anxious. And that's when peace sets in. And so we look around and we look behind us, how God has been faithful to answer prayers in the past. And, and we look right beside us, what he's doing right now. Maybe it's in our kid's life or in our life or in our marriage. And we thank him for it. But we also look ahead to the future and we thank him for things that he hasn't even done yet. Mm -hmm. And that increases our faith. And it just makes us go, God, you are able to do anything. And I'm mm -hmm. thankful that you are going to answer this prayer in your perfect timing. I don't see it today, but I will choose to be thankful today. Mm -hmm. And then we go to him, our eyes go to him in asking. And I love that story in the Bible of the blind man, Bartimaeus, where he's mm -hmm. standing before Jesus and Jesus looks him in the eyes and says, what do you want me to do for you? And he says, I want to see. It was as simple as that. And Jesus healed him because of his faith. And he was just so specific. And I, I want to be the type of women that we are so specific. And we believe that Jesus is saying, what do you want me to do for you? I can do anything. Mm -hmm. Come to me boldly and with great faith, and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you would never know. That's another favorite verse of mine, Jeremiah 33, 3. So those are the four simple steps of prayer and principles of prayer that we just like to use our eyes as we pray, but it kind of gives us a structure to walk through as we pray together. But wow, does God respond to those prayers? I've seen it over and over again. Wow. Yes. Beautiful. I love that. And the gratitude, it does totally shift your, mm -hmm. your mood and your perspective on your circumstances and speaking out the, the truth too, and just declaring what you desire. And, uh, I was sharing those scripture verse to a friend uh, delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Yes. But we always forget that first part of the mm -hmm. verse, delight in the Lord, because when we're delighting in the Lord, our, our, our desires are going to be his desires. And we're going to be lined up when we delight in him first and Absolutely. give him that delight 
a priority number one front and center. And then he will give us the desires of our heart. So I just love that when we speak that out, um, it definitely, it, it brings um, power. It, it shifts the atmosphere. Uh, it moves mountains. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's definitely an importance to me to uh, be able to speak that out and encourage others do it you may feel a little silly at first but yeah. man i mean it works yeah, it's it a powerful tool that the lord has given us a mouth to declare and speak yeah and so um and what a testimony for others too when we're speaking out things as mm -hmm. well so they know what's going on right. in your heart and they can uh, be in agreement with you and then see yes the praise report the miracle on the yes. other side so yeah well and i'll add one more thing yeah. too, jamie you know i love putting our names right into scripture and using oh. the word of god yeah. when we pray there is mm -hmm. such great power in that you know his word goes out and accomplishes what it was sent to do. It doesn't return sure empty does. and void. And so we want to be using God's words. When we don't know what to pray, we yeah. put a name right in there and it goes out with power. And like you said, that declaration, there's mm -hmm. something about God's word, you know, when we yes. speak it and declare it, it goes mm -hmm. out and it will do it. And so yes. that just gives great confidence too. Yes. Okay. So this is not by accident that you mentioned that because I actually have a journal that by the time we air this episode, it will be live, but there's this journal and inside I created the uh, scripture verses where you can write your name. I love the, it. In the blanks, inside I love the it. scripture verse. So <laughs> I mean, hello, this is a great, it's not about me in this episode here, but I, I can't it. help but share that this is definitely a uh, huge importance in my life to put your name in the scripture verse and what it does. And it brings that intimate, personal aspect to the, uh, the verses like that. And yes. oh, love it. Thanks yeah, for sharing that so I can have the opportunity to share my journal here. I love it. We are kindred spirits and God's working really in both are. our lives. So I love it. Yeah, we are. Okay. Anything else that you would love to share about your program, your organization, more mentoring uh, before we dive into a takeaway? Yeah. Well, um, first of all, I had one thought I wanted to bring out as we were talking earlier. Yeah. You know, the, the word intimacy versus information, you know, there's the women out there today have so much information that they are bombarded with yeah. and it's coming at them at all times. But intimacy, when someone can truly look into me and see me for who I am, I think they're just longing for that. And so I don't know, those words just jump into my spirit when we're talking about even the listening and the loving. Someone wants to be seen and into me see instead of just giving me information. And so I guess our ministry wants to be that. We want to help people find each other. And once they find each other, help them know what to do. And they sit down in front of each other and go, okay, 
here's a mentor and here's a mentee. Now what do we do? Right. And so we're, we want to help. And so that's why we've written mentoring guides to just kind of walk people through that. And we have training for mentors and we have training for mobilizers, those people who want to do this at their church and help mm-hmm. women connect with each other, or maybe at their organization or at their school. And so we call them mobilizers, those who really are the ones who call up people and connect them and prepare them to take action. That's what mobilizing is. Mm-hmm. And so we love helping and that's what we're all about. And so I know you can find more information at our website, morementoring.org, but check out our mentoring guides even, cause it's just a great tool to put in someone's hands. I know the very first church I helped back in Minnesota, we lived there and I went to the church we were going to and God had just planted this ministry on my heart. It's almost 10 years ago now. Um, and I just went to my church and said, God's stirring, he's doing something. And, you know, I don't know really what to do, but here I am. And there was two other women there and they had the same desire to have mentoring happening at our church. And so the three of us began to pray and ask the Lord, what does this look like? And we just began writing down and, you know, had thoughts, but we prayed for almost a whole year until God really gave us the full plan. And then we kind of launched this mentoring ministry that we really didn't know what we were doing, but 65 women signed up that first Uh, year and it was so encouraging. And so we didn't have a mentoring guide. We just said, meet together, you know, yeah. pray together. And I'll never forget this one twosome, a mentor and a mentee were meeting together. And it was really hard for them. I'll just say that, you know, one was from another country and really, really quiet. And the mentor didn't know how to draw her out and to, right. you know, what questions do I ask her? And so I just sat there thinking, we've got to put something in their hands that would help guide them. You know, some this yeah. comes so naturally to, and they can just do it organically. But the majority of women out there just need a little something to kind of guide that. And so our mentoring guides start with conversation starters. We have like four simple questions, two really lighthearted and two going deeper mm-hmm. of how do, how do I even have a conversation with another person? How do, what are the questions to ask? So you don't have to come up with all of that. And people have said that is so helpful and they have gotten to know each other so much more quickly because of those conversation starters. And then we have encouragement starters in there. Like, how do I encourage someone if that doesn't come naturally? And we just have ideas like share a piece of your story or share a scripture or share something you see in your mentee that would really bless her today. So just some ideas on how to encourage. And then we have prayer starters. So we kind of walk through those four principles of prayer that I already shared about. So, you know, it's a little bit of structure with a lot of freedom, but we have heard that women so appreciate those guides just to to kind of get them going, get them started. We kind of call it a front porch ministry where you're you're just getting started into this. You don't know what to do and we're here to help you. And so you can always do Bible studies and book studies from there, you know, but we're here to help you just take those first steps. Oh, I love that front porch ministry. Oh, <laughs> it's uh, fantastic. It's a turnkey mentor ministry. And I know we'll be talking afterwards to get my church involved in this because, <laughs> wow, this is amazing. I think every church needs this for sure. And I would love for you to end us with a takeaway. What's something our listener here can ponder on or take action in? Well, I love the taking action. You know, I think we can just take a small step. We can have that attitude of here I am, Lord, use me however you want to. And I just say there's three P's to taking action. First of all, pray. 
ask God, you know, who is it? Do I need a mentor and, and, or should I be a mentor to somebody? And then Lord, would you just open my eyes to someone around me that maybe I don't even see right now? Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's someone at my church. Maybe it's a neighbor, you know, a coworker. We don't know, but God has so often answered that prayer when I prayed it. And all of a sudden he illuminates someone who could just use another person in their life. And so pray, just go to God and ask him to reveal that. And then I say the word pursue. You know, so many of us just kind of sit back and wait for the other person to respond or reach out. And that's easier. It's easier. But to go after that person and pursue her and to say, do you want to go out for coffee? I'd love to get to know you better. It doesn't have to be the words, will you be my mentor on that first meeting? But let's, I'd love to get to know you. I want to hear your story. You know, Mm -hmm. Jesus left the 99 to go after the one. And and I just say, let's care about the one that God shows us and Mm -hmm. pursue her. And then the word participate, you know, so much today is about cancel culture and ghosting and, you know, kind of leaving people and rejecting people, but let's, let's lean in and let's participate and really get to know that person. And even in the messy, you know, so many of our lives are really messy. A lot of us are going through hard things, but are we, are we willing to step in and really participate in another person's life? And so those are kind of my three simple words of taking action. I think it's doable for any of us. And if any of you are out there feeling fearful or feeling like, oh, I'm unqualified, because that's the number one thing I hear is I'm unqualified to do this. I just say Jesus is the one who qualifies you and you are enough in him. And it's really way more about him than it is about you. So keep that focus on God, be willing, be available, and he will do amazing things through your life. I know it. I've seen it. I've experienced it. And I know he'll do the same for you. Mm, I love that. I love the three P's. That is just beautiful. And everything you're doing, Nancy, this is just incredible. I want to thank you so much for coming on here. And where can uh, people find your book and your website and get involved? Maybe uh, they're thinking, wow, maybe uh, I can approach somebody in my church for this mentorship uh, program or Uh, They want to even start one in their home as a small group. So uh, where can people go to for this information? Yes. Our website is morementoring.org. And so you'll find everything there from our mentoring guides to my book, Mentoring Made Real. Um, We we will direct you to Amazon because that's where we sell them. But we also have eBooks and PDFs. We have free resources. We have those training videos. All of that is there. But you can also find both myself, Nancy Lindgren, or the Ministry More Mentoring on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for us there. We're always putting out encouragement and content and, and all of that good stuff. So great. Thanks, Nancy, for your encouragement, your wisdom. And I'm ready to dive into this uh, organization on mentorship. I think it's so important for all of us to you know, get involved and do life together, you know, and that's what it's all about. And having God be the foundation of it all, uh, we can see some Uh, like you said, chains broken and some powerful shifts in our life to move forward in faith and the assignment and the calling that the Lord has put on us women's hearts. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much for your encouragement to us, Nancy. Oh, thank you, Jamie. You've been encouragement to me too. So I appreciate what you're doing. Thanks for shining a bright light out there. Thanks, Nancy. 
Thank you so much for listening today, and I trust that God has encouraged you through this story. Did you know this podcast is on YouTube? Hop on there and subscribe, and you can see a live recording of each episode. And for more information on this ministry and to access free downloads, please visit my website at jamieelizabeth.com. That's J-A-Y-M-E elizabeth.com. And let's connect beyond this podcast by going to my Instagram handle, Jamie Elizabeth, She Speaks Life, or Facebook. Until next time, my friend, I hope God reveals himself through your own life story.